Grand Rising, everyone, and happy Pride Month. If you are new here, my name is Jeremiah Warner, and this is you, me, us, and everything else. Today's episode is titled, The Evolution of My Queerness. And in this episode, I'm going to focus on four main sections. Knowing I was gay, coming to terms with my queerness, so society, religion, and myself, coming out and the journey of that for myself, and the trauma in the gay community. So sit back, grab your popcorn, drive your, grab your drinks, grab whatever you want, and enjoy the episode. So knowing I was gay, I pretty much knew that I was gay since I was a young child. But the fact that when I was younger, I did not have a name to put to it. I just thought that I was a little bit more attracted to my male peers than I was to my female peers. And I did not see anything wrong with that. Um, And I grew up in a household with a lot of older individuals. So it it was not something that was highly spoken spoken about. Um, And I also grew up in a household that was very religious. So it, it wasn't something that was spoken about nor really accepted. But I did not realize that my queerness or that something dealing with the LGBT community was not accepted at the time because, again, it was not spoken about. So I thought that me maneuvering through the world, doing as young kids do, engaging in, I'm not going to say sexual activity, but engaging in just some type of activity along the lines of, you know, hugging and touching other children at the time when I was also a child. So I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with that. I was just coming up and doing what kids do and they do dumb things, you know. So I always knew looking back that I was gay and that I had an attraction towards um, other guys. But as I grew older and the time period that I am referencing here um, was the early tw- 2000s. Um, so I am currently 22. So at this time, I was around six, seven, eight years old. And as I grew older and I began to move to a smaller town, I realized that my identity was not something that was widely accepted um, on a personal level for individuals, on a religious level, and even for myself. Um, I didn't accept it because I saw other people would not accept that side of myself. Um, And like I said, I really began to see that and notice that when I moved to a small town, I was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. I moved from Memphis when I was 10 years old to a small town with no more than 15,000 people. And we all know that living in a small town comes with limited and small mindsets and beliefs about certain things. So when I moved to a small town, it was actually my first time being bullied for my uniqueness again not even having a title put on this it wasn't a title put on this at a time I was just I was a little bit more feminine I the way that I move my hands the way that I move my eyes my character my identity it was not 
the stereotypical identity that a male would have and I was bullied for that and I was made fun of for that and people distanced themselves from me for that from for that and that was the first time that I had actually experienced something like that because like I said coming from a city with hundreds of thousands of people to a city with only a couple of thousand people like that is a big shift and as I absorbed all that energy throughout the years. I began to hate that part of myself. I began to dislike my, that part of myself, even in my own household. Um, my mother's boyfriend at the time would say stuff like, you know, if you want to be a girl, we can go to the hospital. Or if I want to be like be a girl like the person across the street who just so happened to be queer, if I wanted to be like him, um, they would take me to the hospital and have my... Um, genitals cut off and we can go to Walmart and give me some dresses. So it was a lot of things like that that happened in my childhood that really made, made me dislike that part of myself. But I always knew that I was gay because especially as I got older before I came out, I was beginning to engage in homosexual activity as I had already done, but like I was growing up and so I was beginning to have sex. Um, and so finally, at the age of 16, I decided to come out as gay to my mama. And I was in 10th grade. And this all happened because I got into a fight at school. And the fight within the fight, somebody made fun of me being gay. And my principal, who was so progressive and who had came from a progressive area, sat down and talked with me and bought me the books and gave me the resources that I need in order to understand myself and my sexuality. And not only to understand it, but to accept it. And honestly, I don't think it, I don't think that, I honestly, I think that if she had not been there, it may have taken me a little bit longer to come out and come to terms with myself. Because for those of you who don't know about the coming out journey, you have to come out to yourself first. It doesn't matter if you already knew that you were gay. You have to still come out to yourself because there is a level of acceptance there. And then you begin to come out to other people. So that my principal really helped me. And to this day, as a 22-year-old, I am still in contact with her. And I thank her so much for all that she did for me. Because, again, I was living and going to school in a small town with small limiting beliefs. And there was no room for me to expand. Um, so I thought. But I soon realized that there were other queer people in my school Um but I finally decided to come out to my mother. I believe it was December 22nd. Um, no, Dece honestly, December 25th or something like that. One of those days, uh, we had just got home from church. And I decided the way that I wanted to come out to my mother and her abusive boyfriend at the time um, was to write a letter and give it to her. And I will never forget, I walked in her room and I gave her this letter and she began to read it with her boyfriend. And I would never forget when she said, I'm gay. And it's just like, it went to a dead silence. 
And I literally was holding my breath here in this moment. And I can't necessarily recall all the reactions. Well, of course I can. She was like, you know, you're gay? And, you know, just pounding me and questioning me about this. And I'm like, yes. And then, you know, I was like, well, maybe I'm bisexual, you know, because that seems to come off a little bit easier than coming out as strictly gay. Um, But I was like, you know, maybe I'm bisexual. And then all I remember is her abusive boyfriend just got so upset um, and so aggressive. And honestly, I have found out that he has actually engaged in homosexual activity himself. And so I see now that the reason why he acted the way that he did was because he was jealous, but we're getting a little off track. But he literally threatened to beat me with a broomstick. I will never forget that um, because I was gay and he just refused to accept that. And of course he did not. But the fact that I was being threatened, I was being threatened because I had just shared such an intimate and personal side to myself. And looking back on that, it could not have been that much of a surprise. Um, Like I said, I had the characteristics. I was myself. I was acting within both my masculine and my feminine elements. Um, So it it could not have been that much of a surprise. Um, And even now today, when I talk to my mom about something like this, she agrees. Um, But I just remember the weeks following that because I was on Christmas break. I remember the weeks following that, how sad the energy was, how sad the energy was coming from my mother. Um, Her deciding that she would prefer to talk to the pastor of her church to receive some type of assistance and support and not giving it to me um and it was it was just a weird vibe and it was also a weird vibe between my mother and her boyfriend at the time and it was was just so weird and I knew that coming out, I would not receive a whole lot of support from them. But at the same time, I had only learned about experiences as far as when people come out from watching YouTube videos and reading stuff online. But to sit there and experience it myself, that was painful but it felt damn good you know why it felt damn good because I had finally screamed to the world to the to the people in my household that I was gay I won't say to the world but to the people in my household that I was gay um and it felt good despite the weird energy and coming out at home in your personal space is completely different than coming out in the public eye. It was not until that was December 
when I told my mother and her boyfriend that I was gay, it was not until May of the next year that I had began to be comfortable with coming out at school. And then the summertime came and throughout the summer, I was cultivating and developing myself and I was developing myself into who I truly wanted to be, how I wanted to present myself to the world. I wanted to start wearing jewelry. I wanted to express myself. It was a, it was a very high time for that. Um, and so my junior year of high school, I walked in those doors a version of myself that no one had seen and not, no one had experienced and neither have I. And it was a great time for my development in terms of not caring what people have to say about me, knowing that no matter what, someone is always going to hate me. Someone is always going to dislike me, whether it's because I'm queer, whether it's because I'm black, whether it's because whatever, people are always going to hate or dislike you for some reason. And you know what? I can't do nothing about that, but continue to be myself and continue to try and and, and help people understand and change their mindsets. And even with today, it seems like in today's world, being queer is something that's much more hated. It's a lot more acceptable among, amongst a lot more people. But it's, it's like the people who do not accept queerness, it's like they have a new hate for it. I was on Twitter a couple of days ago. And I saw this post, it said Pride Month. And this lady colored down the letters to the last two letters of Pride and the first three letters of Month, and it had demon in it. Society, the government, Ron DeSantis, whoever, they are literally demonizing gay people, calling gay people predators. And that is just not the case. All gay people want is to feel accepted, to have equal rights, to have the same freedoms as everybody else and for everyone to know that they can be their truest, most authentic self. That's all gay people want. And you know, I hate when I hear when I hear people say that the LGBTQ community is trying to indoctrinate kids and um, push their agenda onto kids. What agenda? And then if you ask a question like that, they will go on to say the agenda of making their kids gay or making them kids trans and all this other BS, you know. But look at all the gay people that are in the world today that did not grow up on four commercials um, highlighting the LGBTQ community or um the beer company doing that or even just seeing queer people on tv i did not even grow up with that and yet here i am so it is so interesting that we can live in a world where people are so ignorant as to think that their child seeing something other than heterosexual or heteronormative things that it would turn their child gay no one is made gay 
no one is made gay. You're born that way. You're born that way. Just like people are born straight, you are born that way. Gay people, we are here to balance the masculine and feminine elements. That's what, that's the power that we have, that we yield, that we can balance the masculine and feminine elements. And that is something that is so beautiful if you really think about it. But, and so there is, there is a lot to overcome in terms of talking about these things, talking about the LGBTQ community and how their rights are being stripped away, how the message is constantly wanting to protect the kids, but you are actively in your, in you trying to protect the kids, traumatizing them. There are literally kids in Florida and Tennessee who have trans, who have begun the process of transitioning because it's like they keep certain information from you to highlight other things. Oh, kids are trying to transition and they're trying to mutilate kids. Baby, a child cannot have a sex change until they are 18, but up until that point, yes, they can take hormones. Yes, they can see a therapist. Yes, they can take these other steps because their parents support them and want the best for them and love them. That's what it's about. It's not about somebody trying to change their child's gender. Who would want to do that? Don't get me wrong. There are some fucked up people out there. But who would want to do that? Who want to force queerness on their children? Like, we parents already know. And people of the gay community already know how hard it is to be gay. I knew the moment I came out how hard it was to be gay. Why would I or why would any other parent want that for their child? Answer that for me. Why would they want that for their child? So what makes you think that that is something that's being pushed onto them? It's about time that we begin to challenge some of these thoughts and beliefs that our people in power yield. Because what do you think is going to come next, people? First, they attract, they attack women's rights to abortion now they trying and actively attacking gay rights then they're going to try to attack black rights it's it's a domino effect and if we don't begin to stand up and stop it we're going to begin to live in a world and in a country that we don't like that is awful that is traumatizing how can America be the most developed country in the world, quote unquote, but we are actively seeing rollbacks of laws and protections that have been in place for decades? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But very quickly, I want to talk a little bit about the trauma of the gay community because there is a lot of trauma within the gay community and I encourage all of my LGBTQ plus peers to seek counseling and seek therapy Um, because there is a lot of trauma there and believe it or not we do hold a lot of energy in our body and that is a reason why hookup 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 culture is so 
prevalent not only in society but especially within the gay community because everyone is trying to find some outlet some way to remove and release stress and everybody thinks that you can do it during sex no one is willing to commit and a lot of the a lot of the issues that we have in the gay community stem from a lack of of acceptance in society a lack of acceptance from our parents and so we just keep on living and keep on doing keep on hooking up keep on being messy because we are trying to find everything we can to distract us from our own harsh reality and it's time for the gay community the lgbtq community to really wake the fuck up and get ourselves together because we are special we are special and we have to stop giving our energy and our power to these things that are keeping us at bay with our power if you if you are traumatized if you have a history of being suppressed do you not think that that's going to influence you and influence the type of person you are sit back and ask yourself people why do you not especially my gay men out there sit back and ask yourself why is it that you do not want a relationship why is it that you think it's okay to go hook up with another guy every weekend? Why do you think it is okay to be DL and to sleep and to be sleeping with both men and women without protection? Why do like there and there is so many other traumas within the gay community that I literally can't even think of right now. But you know your trauma, and if you don't know it, then you need to get a sense of self-awareness so that you can know it and that you can work on it. Now, that has been all for today's episode. I really do hope you all enjoyed today's episode. I know it has been a minute. Um, I just graduated college, and so I'm going to really get into doing more of these podcasts and talking about things i think i'm going to do more podcast series um throughout the month of june talking about different elements of pride whether it be some type of gay history whether it be some hookup stories whether it be some trauma bond stories just whatever um please feel free to send me messages on things that you want to hear me talk about um and yeah um tune in for the upcoming episodes i yes i'm gonna do a question today so the question that i have for you today was when did you come out what year did you come out and if you want to leave me a little bit about your coming out journey um and things of that sort so again i hope you all enjoyed today's episode my name is jeremiah warner and this has been you me us and everything else